0: One thing that's that stuck with me every year is just how much waste there is. And Man. I've seen just dumpster after dumpster. The and How big are trucks, these dumpsters? Are they like semis? Them? Semi-truck dumpsters just fall. Every day. Every day. You couldn't even believe it. You know, to be organic, you have to jump through so many hoops and spend so much time and money getting certified. It should right. be the other way around. So throw Chemical. chemicals on your food. You, that's what you should need to get, you know, all these certifications for. Yeah, it's ludicrous.
1: Most customers were wearing coats, and I walked over to your booth, and it was hot. Like there were so many people there.
2: It's <laughs> a <Ethan's> little jungle. <laughs>
1: <Ethan's> jungle, <laughs>
2: <Ethan's> fruit jungle. <laughs> That's what I
1: said. I was like, it feels like a jungle over here. There's so many people.
2: The fruit stand rocks. You don't deal in bad produce. You deal in top shelf stuff. It's like good bourbon. Welcome back to Edible Economy. I'm Nate. And I'm Kim. And we are really excited to have Ethan here today. Before we get going, I want to say thanks to all of our listeners. Thanks for tuning in today. We know there is a lot of cool podcasts, great things, all kinds of fun things you could be doing. um, But we really appreciate you spending time with us. Please subscribe to the podcast and give us a good rating. Yes. ten stars even though they only allow five, we'd like ten. so do it twice, please. Um, Every yeah, day. it really helps. It helps it actually helps the show quite a bit. So without further ado, Ethan, welcome. Thank you. How Good. are you doing today? doing well? All right. glad to be here. <laughs> so tell us uh, what's the name of your company?
0: Uh, the fruit stand Inc. The Fruit Stand Inc.
2: And so we've known Ethan for man, we've known you for a long time now. I I, I know well, we've known seven, the Fruit
0: Stand longer, but yeah, were we going to seven say? or eight years, probably? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So, um, so what what is the Fruit Stand?
0: What uh, do you do? There's Sarah? lots
1: of facets to the Fruit
3: Stand. Yeah, where to start?
0: Uh, basically, the Fruit Stand is a uh, a retail and wholesale operation that specializes in uh, Colorado organic fruit. Basically, we uh, bring fruit from all over Colorado, a lot from Palisade, uh, a lot from down south in Pueblo Rocky Ford area uh, to Denver and uh, redistribute it by way of either a farmer's market or by wholesale to other distributors or uh, retailers.
2: Yeah, and as, as the farmer's market stuff goes, uh, Ethan's, Ethan's pretty modest, but they, the fruit stand rocks. I mean, you guys are an incredible vendor. We've worked with you guys in different markets and you know, over the years, we've seen other fruit vendors do their thing. And uh, man, you guys, you got it down. And the produce that you bring in, you know, your seconds are better than a lot of people's ones or two ones. Yeah, ones. Um, because, dude, you guys do. You don't deal in bad produce. You deal in top shelf stuff. It's like good bourbon. Right. Well, uh, <laughs> I was lucky enough
0: uh, to be handed down this company. It's, it's been going for uh, 37 years now. Wow. Uh, and so this is my fifth year doing it. Uh, but I was lucky enough to be introduced to what I consider to be some of the best growers in the state. And really is that I've ever seen.
2: Yeah. yeah, talk a little bit about that. Like how how did Ethan become the fruit stand? You know, talk a little bit about Colin and all that good stuff.
0: Yeah. So uh, originally, Colin's father, Chris Webster, started the fruit stand along with a few other companies. He was uh, one of the pioneers in the organic food movement in Colorado. He really from my understanding, convinced a lot of farms to uh, move to, to an organic process. Oh, that's um, cool. I didn't know that. Before it was really even a thing. Uh, and he ran the company for 20 plus years. Uh, and then he passed it down to his son, Colin Webster, uh, who ran it for about seven years.
1: And you guys have been friends forever. And I went to, I went yeah. to
0: grade school with Colin. Okay. Yeah. And so... It was really by pure chance. I had helped Colin for a few summers, a little here or there, yeah. but I really knew nothing about produce or business, or had really no experience at all. Yeah, he was planning to sell it to uh, someone else actually, and they bailed on him at the last minute. And he kind of called me frantically and was just didn't really know where else to go with it, and and was just like, "Hey, you know, what are you doing for the next few years? I, I, <laughs> I, I've got this business and." I, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> he was burned. Because he was done. So yeah, it really work. wears it's you so out. Hard. It's a lot yes. of work. Yeah, uh, and you know, I thought about it for a few days, and I didn't really know what I was doing at that point, and it seemed like a good opportunity. So uh, I said okay. Yeah, and. I got very little training. He trained me for a few months at the end of the season, and kind of was in Colin's special way. Colin's special (laughs) way, and Colin's very special
2: person. (laughs) He is a very special person. Just falling asleep and (laughs) unboxes Uh,
0: or (laughs) throwing throwing peaches at you, be
2: like,
0: "Get to it!" And that's the interesting thing about selling a business like that, though, is there's really not that much to actually sell. You're as far as like equipment. There's really no equipment. There was a truck, right? uh, But you know, you really Well, the tablecloths, don't forget those. Oh, I had you to still buy see those tablecloths. Table and the apron, <laughs> right? The apron. Right. I haven't
2: seen the apron
0: this year, though. Yeah. Where is it? Did oh, you retire it? I've got them. Okay. I just haven't really been okay. using them as much. So it's mostly
1: the connections. <laughs> it's really it's just like... the
0: connections. And, and he, you know, he took me down to Palisade and introduced me to everyone in person, which was great. And I was able to maintain almost all of them. Okay. A few got lost in the mix. Yeah. You know, they dealt with a lot of people. But I feel that the ones I was able to hold on to and develop, I've just been so lucky because uh, they really do grow it's just incredible produce.
2: Just what tough. did you do yeah. beforehand before this? I, I don't, I don't even, I don't know if I've ever
0: asked you that question. What it was did you a
1: wandering do? soul.
0: Uh, yeah, I was a wandering soul. Uh, <laughs> I actually lived in uh, Nevada and I was playing poker for, I guess you could call it a living. <laughs> oh, but nice. I was there for four or five years and just. Didn't really know what I was doing, you know. I was able to eke out a modest living, grind, playing poker. Playing poker, but it's it not a, it's not a great life, it, you know. It, it, it's stressful.
2: I bet it, you meet I'm, some interesting cats doing oh, Yeah, that, don't you?
0: It was it was great for a while, but it, it, yeah. it got old and uh, wears you down or wears I, it, on the soul. It man, does. Man, doesn't it? it does. And <laughs> did actually, you
2: know that he played poker? I for, did. I don't know. <laughs> uh,
0: and I had actually decided to stop playing. Before this opportunity came to me, I had already left. Okay, uh, but I didn't really know what I was doing. I was traveling, just kind of, you know, living my twenties day by day, rocking it out. <laughs> <Just> yeah. <business. laughs> um, so yeah, and I—that's cool. And I jumped in, and that was. This will be my fifth year now. Yes. Okay.
2: And you still you still see Colin and oh, all yeah.
0: that good stuff. Yeah, he's around, but he wants nothing to do with the business. He will, refuses to help at markets or <laughs> he'll come by and pick up his lifetime supply of free free fruit. That's about <laughs> Was it. Was that part <laughs> of the deal? Oh yeah, <laughs> among any other things. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, and it's
2: interesting what he did, you guys kind of reversed roles a little bit because then he Really got into the uh, what? What is it? Burning Man. Burning Man. I was never. He was always into Burning Man. I know yeah. you weren't in it, but you know he went out he to the really western deserts it. of the United States, right? Yep. He actually now works he there sets now. up. Yep. Yeah. He right. Spends months out there before they sets get up going. Yeah. You know, and- He's become part of the administrative team for Burning has, Man. Who him. knew that they had one, right? <laughs> oh they, oh uh, they yeah, do. People know they do. That's a big deal. Yeah, They, oh, need, no.
1: they need permits too.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> permits—the yeah. bane of our existence. Yes. Yeah. So uh, okay, so you, you've explained a little bit about what you do, how your how your business how your business works a little bit. So
1: well, I just want to say more about you okay. know a lot of times. The actual farmers are at the farmer's markets. And I know that's like m- setting up at markets is maybe half your business. Not even now, I'm guessing. Now even. it's a
0: lot. It started out to be most of it. And now it's very little. Yeah. Uh, I've really moved away from farmer's markets, actually. And
2: that was a big change that you implemented.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In fact, it's, it was almost all farmer's markets when, when they were running it. And I moved away for a lot of reasons. But uh, one of the reasons was that it is really, you know, it's supposed to be for the farmer. And a lot of people don't like when you're reselling other people's produce. There's a lot of pushback. Customers wouldn't like it. Other farmers at the market really didn't like it. And I get it. You know, it's yeah, it, you're, I get you're kind it. Of imposing on but their livelihood. but
1: it's also really cool because you're helping all those other small farmers that wouldn't, that don't have that outlet. So it's, it's 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 both sides. You know,
0: there, there obviously are two sides. Yes. Yeah.
2: Well, and it's you're you're an exception to that rule as well. I mean, yeah. the way you do it is different. It just seems different. I don't know. We, we were having a conversation about this earlier today. I you, do
1: love how you honestly like post, ev- you know, where every single thing that you're selling has come from. Um, you know, it's not always in Colorado. It's regionally as well, and and that's cool. And, pe- and it's it's all transparent.
0: We do try and be fully transparent, and uh you know some people still don't like that if we've got something from Mexico, it'll say it you right. know and they'll and they'll bit upset They're like you know this isn't local and yeah, but you know most people want want this stuff and and you know you don't have to buy it, and we're fully transparent and I think at the end of the day, most yeah. people really appreciate it. it
1: it is that push and pull like you know we really want our farmers' market to be. Um, and we accept vendors to be like where you can almost get all your your whole grocery list for the yeah. week there. You know yeah. and that's why we really are food based. But you know there aren't avocados and lemons and limes like in Colorado. In Colorado. So mm. yeah, it's it's just uh, it's it's hard to say. But I, I right, because like, what are
2: the two biggest sellers at a grocery store?
1: Avocados mm. and bananas. Avocados right? and bananas. Yep. So. I mean, we like that you have them to offer that full range of, of produce and, but it's not your main thing, you know, it's just a, it's just a last, you know, oh, I'll pick up a lemon too. It's not, I mean, you're really more focused on all the other small farmers that are here in our region. So. Exactly.
0: Yeah. We really try and focus on the, on the local stuff, but you know, I bring stuff that I know people will like, you know, if I find good produce at a good price, you know
2: yeah people well
1: yeah and then like you they're banging out berry sales i mean yeah, no yeah awesome.
0: you know that's my favorite thing is the raspberries <laughs> <laughs> yeah we just, just try and give people lots of options and you know i think i think they like it yeah it seems like it yeah
1: <laughs> yeah i mean you're killing it at the market for sure
2: so what are some of the what are some of the things you say to to folks that, that give you grief and push back about Oh, you're just reselling. Because I think it's way more right. than just Well, a lot reselling.
0: of people do get upset and say, well, what's the difference between this and the store? And, you know, I tell them, well, the difference is you're supporting a small local business. You know, you don't have to buy it. If you don't like it, you can go to the store, but it's here if you want it. And we're telling you where it comes from, and it's usually a better price. So, you know, that's the that's only really what I try and tell them.
2: Yeah. And, you, you know, you talk about there's a lot of farmers out there that... They'd love to be able to sell to their neighbors, but they have to stay on the farm, or they don't want to actually go and interact with the people. So, you're that guy for them. You know, you're almost like the sales and marketing department for
0: these for <laughs> some small. of these farms. A farmers. few farms, I, I am. Yeah, fully. Yeah, yeah. fully. I mean, with, with without an official contract, I might as well. Be. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and but. I
1: think like it's fun. Some stories I've heard, like, you know, sometimes you you're not driving all the, you know, six, eight hours to these farms in our state, but you know, trucks that are coming through. And so the farmers just like put these pallets at the road and they get picked up on trucks and brought to you. And I I think it's cool. I mean, it's, it's helping the whole like distribution as well, because, um, if you need a pallet of something, you're supporting that small farm and then you're helping, get it here on a truck that's already coming this way. I mean, it's definitely yeah. decreasing the, the totally. you know, the gas footprint. I mean, it's stuff. a whole nother side of the industry is, exactly. is trucking
0: and freight. And, you know, it's, it's almost impossible for me to drive everywhere every week and get uh-huh. and get everything. I mean, it would, this is so time consuming. Do you drive to the Western Slope? Rarely. Okay. You know, I'll make a few trips, but you okay. know, it's a, it's a 12 hour day. Yeah, it's. it's you know.
2: oh yeah because you can't just go and <laughs> pick up the stuff and then stay overnight because it's perishable well you perishable. Can. Well, you, have,
0: you know you have reefers on your truck so you can yeah. do that and a lot of people will do that but uh no i like to support these trucking companies and it's you know whatever they charge it's it's worth it because it's 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 not fun driving you know <laughs> 10 pallets of fruit down, down Eisenhower tunnel. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, right. I don't like it. Uh, so no, it's, it's great. And, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of different people doing that. You know, I have a nice little network that I kind of rely on. Talk but, a little bit
2: about the logistics. You know, what are, what are some things that our listeners don't know about
0: trucks moving from A to B and, how
1: how much you're on the phone every day yeah i mean there's a
0: lot of setting up you know you have to coordinate with the farmer that you know he'll be picking and and then you have to coordinate with you know the trucking company and they have to finish picking and packing and have the pallet wrapped and ready before the truck shows up you know so all there's all these situations that'll come up where a truck will show up and they're too early and it'll take the grower you know 3 or 4 hours to finish and they have to just wait there and yeah they get really upset cuz you know they're being paid by the hour and uh so it's definitely it, it takes some logistical you know like So you on the
1: phone just like all day pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Between that Fully. and then also like dropping off stuff you're getting and like to
0: Well the way the I have things set up is just ridiculous and I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. <laughs> uh, but I kind of just do all the, you know, the ordering, the delivering, taking the orders, making the orders, arranging the trucking. I mean, it's, it's enough to drive a person <laughs> a little mad. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: bi- small business life. But that's small huh? business life, you know, yeah. and
0: are you
2: kind of a one-man show, or do you have other employees that help? Pretty helped? much, or...
0: and that's something else. Over the years, when I've really cut back, on when I first jumped in, you know, we were doing ten markets and oh, yeah. had you know ten employees, and now it's me and I've got a couple people that help me at the markets, and one guy that helps me deliver. But that's it. It's and perfect.
2: you're you're down to one market, just and that's Sundays it. in our one boundary. market. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. And Which
1: we love because you're bringing all your loyal customers from all over the Denver metro yeah, to come yeah.
0: to Yeah, and you. we do have a pretty good following. You do, it seems like.
2: Uh, well, you've stayed ahead of the competition in the way you do it, and so e- even even a lot of the fruit farmers out out that that do participate in markets and stuff like that, they're doing a lot of what you do, and I've seen like some of them. They don't even grow fruit anymore. Maybe one day, 40 years ago, they grew fruit. Sure. But they're doing what you do, but still calling themselves fruit farmers, which I think is interesting.
0: There is a lot of reselling in the farmer's market world.
2: Yeah, yeah. and especially um, in the fruit world because you have to be in specific places. You, you right. know, We can't grow all of the same stuff here that they can just on the western slope of Colorado or in California. Or-
0: well, and it, that was actually something that was really frustrating for me. Being at markets with other growers, uh, me getting a lot of pushback for reselling, and then me knowing other growers were doing it and just lying about it. And and I would be getting the heat for being transparent. And it it got frustrating. It was like, look, I'm doing the right thing, and I'm getting punished for it. (laughs) 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 Yeah, but you're getting rewarded now. Well, right. That was was a, a big part of why I kind of pulled back.
2: And it's funny, because you know, you Kim was saying about you last weekend that you have you had kind of your own ecosystem going on where you were selling, yes, and, and so, I mean
1: the, it was cool. The weather was cool last weekend. I was wearing a fleece. Most customers were wearing coats, rain jackets, and I walked over to your booth and it was hot, like there were so many people there.
2: <laughs> Ethan's little jungle, <laughs>
1: Ethan's jungle.
2: Ethan's fruit jungle. <laughs> That's what I
1: said, I was like it feels like a jungle over here, there's so many people, <laughs> it was
2: like. Yeah. yeah, little. and he also has the vendors that, you know, can I be near there, I wanna be next yeah, to that yeah. guy, can That's I be near the fruit stand? always. Is that right? All, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, um, can
1: yeah. I, so, is there a spot open in that line that Ethan's at?
2: <laughs> Can oh, I just like, walk oh,
1: over well. and
0: sell to his customers <laughs> that are standing right. in his line? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. Well, I can't take all the credit. I mean, mm-hmm. fruit is, any, any market you go to is the most popular item. It is. Right. I mean, yeah. And not, who doesn't like fruit? Right. I mean, you yeah. go to any market, the line's out the door at every fruit tent. Yeah. There should be.
2: Yeah, yes. it's something healthy with sugar in it
1: yeah. right? <laughs> something I mean, everyone's kids will eat time. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly.
2: so turning a little bit to the uh, the business of what you do share with us you know an interesting story Some, something that you know something crazy that's happened along the way like you know you went to a farm and they they were like get out of here and start throwing peaches at you trying to nail you with peas something like that <laughs> <laughs> There's so you many. got lost and survived <laughs> off of the nectar of nectarines uh, for a week and a half in the
0: desert. You're right. Uh, I don't know if anything quite like that has happened. Aww. No one's ever hurled any fruit at me, <laughs> and you haven't gotten <laughs> lost in the desert in that regard. Um, well, let me think. I, I mean, I've definitely had run-ins with growers that have escalated and and not ended well, and you know gotten heated over whatever squabbles. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting coming into the business kind of new, you know, everyone has these close relationships. The whole business is about relationships. It's really, it's all about. And so you start working with these people as someone new and, and and a lot of people really don't, they don't prioritize you at all. Um, so when I first started, I was buying from one guy and he just, I would order, uh, you know, a lot from him and he would send me basically nothing, you know, and, and he wouldn't, he wouldn't tell me he was going to send me nothing. It would just show up. So I'd order huh. 200 boxes uh, and then 10 boxes would show up.
2: Why? And,
0: and, and I asked him like, you know, what's going on here? And he goes, oh, you know, we were short, you know, <laughs> I'm like, well, <laughs> could, could you, you know, maybe have called me and let me know. Cause you know, I've got orders for all this stuff. And, and he just goes, oh, I couldn't have called you. <laughs> it's like so you know there's a and lot of like, so it's almost, like
1: he needs to know you for a certain period of time and know really, that we're going to keep buying and it's yeah, all about this like there's that and there's also
0: like definitely a lot of like bully I don't know if I want to use the word bullying but <laughs> I, I, you you will get taken advantage of so like it, hazing maybe
3: yeah,
0: I don't even know if that's what I would call it uh people are tough on you and they'll they'll push and see what they can get away with and you know so i had a couple experiences like that where i kind of learned who i wanted to work with and who i didn't want to work with pretty quick okay but uh there's definitely a few like rite of passage situations where you just kind of get you know screwed over a little bit and wow it it happened a few times with a few different people (laughs) behind the scenes cutthroat
2: fruit market or you know
0: (laughs) somebody will send you just a just bad stuff, moldy. You know, you know, yeah. boxes of moldy Intentionally. stuff. Yeah, trying to see what they can get away with. Okay. You know how you know how hard you'll push back, and uh, so I weeded out a lot of people over the years that I just won't work with anymore. Okay. Um, because of situations like that, and you know, and then they'll demand full money, and it's yeah, it can it can be rough. I mean, people can really take advantage of you if you're not careful.
2: So are you still working with the the guy who was. No. Sending you know five percent of your order. No, I
0: told him we were done. Okay. Uh, and that was that. That was a few years ago, and it's a shame because he had really good uh, tomatoes. <laughs> but, uh, but you've
2: identified a really good tomato grower now. There's a lot of
0: growers out there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it's always more growers.
2: I know. The we know the we'll probably ha- I know we'll have him on as a guest as well. Uh, your tomato grower, um, sure. and he's yeah yeah he's super consistent. And uh, really changed my mind on greenhouse tomatoes. You can actually call his greenhouse, and you can call everyone else's hothouse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because his still come with flavor. He does a fantastic and job. It's yeah. amazing.
1: And he, he used to be in our market, and now he's just so much bigger.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, he still is there through Ethan, right? Ethan brings stuff, and yeah, maybe so. through another one of them, right? I can't. Uh, yeah, he has been. Hmm so uh what are some of the some of the good and bad decisions as a business owner that you have
0: made through the years mm. okay well <laughs> it's only been five years I'm still learning every day
1: Well you've already learned to like uh, weed out some people that you buy from yeah there was
0: that uh, on the farmers market side it was to really weed out some of the smaller you know weekday, newer markets you know for for perishable products if you don't have a lot of people coming to buy it can turn into a really bad situation really fast because you're just your products just ruining in the heat and if people aren't yeah. buying it you're just losing you're, yeah. you're putting all this work and time and money in and then you're losing all your products and so. you can't take it back. It's tough. I mean, after hot days. You no, know, I mean, it, you
2: can't take it back to the farmer and be like, sorry, right. oh, this no, didn't work out for no me. There's no returns. Yeah. No, that
0: doesn't exist. <laughs> no take backs. So I, I learned pretty quickly that, you know, you really, unless you've got a great following or a really good reason to be there, you, they're risky. Markets can be risky. And especially, even more so for someone who's buying the product, there's even more risk. Because, you know, I mean, obviously people are growing it, they put a lot of time into it, but like I'm putting a lot of money and just kind of gambling every day to be there. So if no one shows up, it sets me back big time. Do you follow the
2: weather to to make your decisions on what you're taking or
0: buying for the week? Well, less buying, but what I'm taking. Okay. I mean, it's gotten to the point where what I buy, markets don't even affect it. what do you mean by that uh what i'll take to a market is not a drop in the bucket of what i'm bringing over from the slope oh okay gotcha it it just so
2: it's like a bonus day to you
0: now pretty much okay I, i enjoy it one day a week now and you know your margins are a lot better but on the wholesale level you're just moving so much volume that you know markets barely have an impact
1: that's great. It's crazy. I mean, to insulate it's, your company from,
0: yeah.
3: yep.
1: from that. Yep. So aside from the markets then for your wholesaling side, what who are you selling to mostly? Like grocery stores, restaurants? It's a com-
0: I really have shied away from restaurants. Okay. Um, I'm looking really to sell to people who are reselling. Um, okay. So that's either going to be stores or distributors who sell to stores and restaurants. Okay, interesting. Oh, okay. Uh, the more I do this, the more and the more i work with with farmers you know a lot of these farmers are big they have so much product they need to move lots of volume and you know i'm learning it's just better to just move a lot and make a smaller margin and really help these growers you know and eliminate waste cuz i mean people don't they can't even wrap their minds around how much yes. how many peaches there are it's <laughs> it's ludicrous i mean you They're
1: only for a short.
0: Right, for a month or two. Well, tell me, what do you mean? Like, what does that mean?
2: They're like boxes, trucks, what? Oh God, warehouses
0: of trucks. There's just there's, I mean, every grower, you know, every big grower sends out. Well, I can't, I can't give you exact numbers, but yeah, guess me. What? How many pizzas come out in a year? I. Or like, how many trucks
2: leave a farm, or something like that.
0: Right. I mean, the big farms, hundreds, hundreds of hundreds and hundreds of trucks, you know, full of peaches. And it's okay. And it's just that's uh, nuts. You know, you really want to. I've learned try and just move through it as best you can. And then, you know, that's how I'm trying to grow my relationships with the growers is, you know, being someone who, you know, they can count on to help them through their crop. So you buy
2: from the farmers, you set this relationship, you buy from the farmers, and then you figure out how to logistically get it to you. Yep. And so does it come to you to a central point or do you have it go straight from the farm to, you know, a grocery store?
0: How does that work? No. So I have a central, uh, you know, I'll rent cooler space, Okay. uh, you know at a warehouse in denver usually um it hasn't always been the same location uh and so i bring it to you know a central cooler and then redistribute it out of there talk about
2: the cooler a little bit we've been we've been in with you you know once or twice I mean, the and coo- these these organizations or operations are they're huge they're huge. massive i mean yeah you have city blocks of refrigerated uh, space yes uh, think about that like contemplate that city thought.
1: blocks of refrigerated
2: city space. blocks of refrigerated
0: and, and they're
1: kind of like sectioned and everyone every, has their own section yeah,
0: and there's different temps for different products and it's you know, yeah driving vehicles around
2: refrigerated warehouses like it it happens that's how it
1: works is everyone that's like in these spaces pretty respectful of each other's product or
0: or is that why Um, they're supposed to be yeah their space (laughs) in theory yeah Yeah. Uh, but stuff happens people are reckless and knock into pallets, and they fall over or in fact just the other day somebody put a pallet of iced product above a pallet of mine and it just it just leaked oh, water all yeah. over my product all night and so you know stuff happens but in theory yes you supposed to be respectful <laughs> so, so is it like dude. the
2: back seat of the car when you're you know riding with a sibling and you don't cross this line that's my it's line it's funny
1: it's like co-working space but it's like co-working oh, yeah, right? freezer space you know? <laughs> co-freezing co-freezing <Yeah.
2: laughs> So we've talked about some good decisions. Tell us a decision that if you could take it back, you'd do it. And why? Or
1: or maybe Hmm. like bad advice that you would tell us, like tell everyone not to. I
2: think you learn from the bad decisions. You do. You know, and you, if you take the bad advice, you make a bad decision in, in implementing it. You learn from that. I mean... We've done a lot of learning. I'm tired of learning. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> <laughs> no more. Yeah, um,
0: yeah that's, that's a tough one. You know, I like to think I've... <laughs> I've well, made you are a, a, a lot poker of, player, a lot so of good you decisions. should read people
1: well, right?
0: <laughs> right. Uh, you know, okay, yeah. Uh, uh, some of the bad decisions I guess I've made is, is um, letting people get too, too deep on credit. Uh, so when, when you're working on a wholesale level, nothing is paid immediately. Okay. Because the orders are so big, no one can pay for product when no. it arrives. Okay. So everything's 90% of the time is done on terms. Okay. Um, and it's actually a really interesting situation because if they're not able to pay, you're still bringing in product for them. So you still have all this product that needs to be moved. So if you have someone that's, let's say, a month past due... And you know, in a non-perishable situation, you would just cut that person off until they paid up. Right. Okay. But all of a sudden, you're sitting with a cooler full of product. You still need to move, or you're going to lose the money. So it's you kind of have this decision to make to say, well, I don't care. I'm still cutting you off, and you know what, I'll lose this product on principle, which is, or you can just... It's the
2: principle of it. It's not about the money. Right. Or you can just
0: kind of keep selling it to them until the season's over because you have to move it. Yeah. And so I got in, you know, in a few situations where I was owed, you know, way more money than I should have been. And, uh, I'd like to say that was a mistake, but I've run through it so many times in my head and I don't know if I would do it differently because,
2: you so how still, do you deal with that now
0: you know you try and set up tighter terms and have contracts with people uh, okay but at the end of the day if they can't pay you or they don't pay you you're still right back in the same situation with a cooler full of product you need to move and
2: and you're seasonal too right yeah. you're not doing this all all year so do you do you keep those clients for the next year or do you say sorry guys
0: uh, I have cut off very few people. I'm probably more lenient than I should be. But you know every just about everyone has made right on it when given enough time. And I I know most companies would not wait as long as I have on, on some accounts. <laughs> 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 but you know I'm able to do that cuz it's just me. You know, if it's a if it's a bigger company, there's no way that they're going to let that go on. Okay. They just cut them off.
2: So you've tightened up contracts, tightened up I mean, terms. You
0: try, you know, and, and I also try and explain them the situation, you know, like, look, I'm not a big company. When you're not paying me this, it's literally, it's me. You're just taking it from me. I have to pay these growers in 10 yeah. days and you haven't paid me for three months. So you're literally just basically stealing my money, you know? Yeah. And... Oh, yeah. I it's, didn't think about that. Because
1: you're floating. I right. Mean, you have, you're to, all, you have it, to pay so the growers
0: because they won't tolerate it. Right. They yeah. won't. I mean, some will. You know, everyone's different. It's all about the person you're working Every situation is different. It totally depends on the relationship and who you're working with. So, like I said, I, I don't know that it's a mistake, but it, it's, it's something I'm trying to improve on how I do it. But I've always found myself in the same situation. Yeah. It's the middle of the season. You got a ton of fruit to move, and and even if you're owed money, you gotta keep moving it. Yeah, <laughs> <This is laughs> <a lot>. yeah. <laughs> so it's a little different. Just than need to
1: like start a uh, small batch processing facility and use all right. those peaches to make into jam that's shelf stable or yeah. something. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, what we've talked about that we before, have, and, that's and definitely, it's definitely a need and. There's a
0: lot of things I'd like to do, and that's right. that's, that's part of the one, dream. That's list. part of the dream. I mean, yeah. I would love to have my own store one of these days. You yeah. know, with the yeah. processing center in the back, and I think I could do awesome. some that's amazing awesome. things. And when the right opportunity presents itself, you <gasps> know, I'll, I'll be yeah, ready. Maybe. That maybe. could
1: happen out here at the farm. Yeah, right. Oh, that'd be amazing.
0: <laughs> or somewhere. Or <laughs>
2: somewhere. Somewhere <laughs> on the front range. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. You. Uh, we've talked a little bit about. about that you've you've also worked with utah i don't know have you worked outside of a little bit yeah where else outside of well colorado? you know
0: so after colorado is done uh we'll move to utah and montana and you know regional local okay. states because their season's a little later than ours uh and to kind of keep you know cherries and peaches going an extra month here
2: do you ever drive to those places
0: I don't. No, (laughs) there's just no time in the middle of the season. Right? There's not. Yeah. So I. I mean, who's going to make your deliveries if you're in Utah? Right. Or Montana? (laughs) I've never actually. I would love to see some of these farms because it sounds like they're pretty big and pretty incredible. But no, I have all that shipped over. It's all phone relationships and pretty much
1: for the yeah. So that's like. How, how do you get those relationships do you cold call and then and then also like how do you find more sales outlets do you are you calling people or is it kind of all referral relationships there as well uh
0: well a lot of the sales relationships that i picked up i just walked in you just walk yeah. in and you say i got you know, this who's in charge mm-hmm. and and you say this is what i'm doing this is what i've got sometimes they go for it and sometimes they don't um uh, but, and then you
1: like start small, and then you start like selling yeah. more and more to them. And, uh, okay. But
0: the easiest way is introductions, without sure. a doubt, a referral by someone that they know or trust. Uh, and as far as reaching out to growers out of state, uh, it's kind of the same deal. Introduction is the easiest, but I mean, you can definitely uh, pick up the phone and just start calling farms. Yeah. Usually, you know, if you you know can prove that you're gonna pay. Right. They're happy to sell to you. <laughs> well, they hear a little bit about your
2: reputation too yeah, from totally, other farmers totally It's a lot smaller world than and I think a lot of people realize.
0: yeah and people talk yeah yeah
2: ranches <laughs> may have ten thousand acres, but they all know even the four hundred or oh, fifteen oh, yeah. acre farm you yep. know yep. yeah absolutely <laughs> uh, so how's the business how's the food business? And I know you haven't been doing it a whole long, long time, but even in the last five, seven years, how have you seen it
0: change? Well, everything's definitely gone up, and I think that's probably just inflation. Uh, but the, one thing that's that stuck with me every year is just how much waste there is. And from year one, I was just blown away at just how much goes in, in the garbage. Not so even, talk about even, that. Where, where do you see it? from
1: the farm? Or
0: That's from every like farm. At the far, I, I mean, mean, at
1: the farm waste or, or even beyond? At the grocery stores, too? Uh,
0: well, some at the grocery stores. You know, grocery stores are pretty good about cutting it up, or they should be.
1: Uh-huh.
0: At the bigger stores, sure. But yeah. a lot of these larger distributors, um, oh. it's unbelievable how much just goes in the trash. They don't have time to compost it or donate it a lot of the time there's just too much to do and and you know it's easier just to throw it out and order more and, and I've seen just dumpster after dumpster how big are trucks, these dumpsters are they like semis the... semi truck dumpsters just fall over every day every day every it's, day every day during the produce season oh god so much you, you couldn't even believe it I couldn't believe it I still that's don't crazy. Yeah, that's crazy and, and it's it, going to
2: the dump it's not going to it's going like you to just said dump. it's not going to back into
0: the soil or and the truth is it you know these companies don't have the time or money to get this figured out because it's even to donate it they have to pay someone to load up a truck drive it over there right it, it, it it's not cheap it, and, it, it, and a dumpster full you know a, a trail something that would
2: be pulled behind a semi full of fruit and vegetable I mean that's probably
0: 30 grand. Yeah. Oh, so much. In just it's one. It's ludicrous. And so that was like one of the biggest things I noticed when I first jumped in. And of course, I instantly wanted to solve the problem. Okay. My first year. So I had solution. all these ideas. I do. You know, I remember okay. you talking about that. But you just... Is it's so hard? What, you need money? What are your thoughts? You need, you need vehicles and, you know, you need grants, really, to be able yeah. to, to really make... I mean, what needs to happen is you know it needs to it needs to either go to back into the soil like you were saying but really i think a massive processing facility is, would just be incredible yeah um, yeah it, because
1: it, it's just all it's a such a short window that yeah.
0: yep i mean it has to happen instantly you get it into a freezer you know or something and and if you had a big facility you could
2: process lots of the and you could probably get it at a massive discount too you
0: can but even still it, it's tough to make money doing and that's the problem yeah that's why nobody is re- i mean people i shouldn't say nobody people are definitely doing that but uh not enough you know there's well i think you like can make some more. money but if you're doing it right you know
2: you've got to do your system right because you think a cantaloupe it's hard what's a, what's one cantaloupe cost just one regular size i can't you answer know, that <laughs> <laughs> a dollar depends, dollar fifty it, de- it
0: depends on a million things the grower, yeah. the size, the conventional the cantaloupe at King Supers. What does sure. that cost? Yeah, it's a buck or a buck a pound. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever they're doing. But you cut the it up changes every and you day. put
2: it in a you know and you, you you just cut it and then put it sell it in the you know what? Are you, but the value added, value added. Then you're you know you're multiplying sure. it by three times. Yeah, but
0: there's so many costs that go into. I mean, yeah, you you've got labor. A, you have to have a facility yeah. to do that. Yeah. I mean that right there. It, <laughs> right. Know.
1: Well, and it's not like. Um, we don't have enough food. I mean, of course, large jam companies are doing this. I mean, they're they are. they're buying a ton and they're processing they it right, you know. As much as they can. And we still have right. so much. Yeah. So it's like you know, grow less or <laughs>
0: we can't talk about growing less but well, we don't right? want to
1: grow no it's yeah. just funny like of course you would never say grow less It just I don't know right. how we figure it out
0: yeah I mean processing and freezing I think is probably the answer yeah but I I really don't know but I was just blown away by it so have you seen that increase decrease over the uh,
2: it's just no. about the same I'd say
0: it's about the same every year you know it's super year dependent some years there's you know five times as much you know, depending I'm on the growing sure. season, it every year's different. Yeah. Uh, as with any business really. really you probably. know. Uh, but that was definitely like one of the, the big things that just kinda shocked me. The I bet that it is, yeah.
1: So like you said, the prices change every day. It's like like so how do you yeah. determine your prices or I mean uh, Well, they're generally always... they're
0: based on what I pay. You know, yeah, um, so per- mar- but it's market a market, percentage. you know, it's like any other market. It, yeah, it's it might as well be the stock market every right. day. Is so, it's everything's different depending on there's so many factors, you know, there could be a hurricane in Florida and all of a sudden, you know, they lose all their citrus. And so right. then California citrus, you know, is going to double in price. So it, so many different things can happen, you know, that. But that, yours is pretty much a function of what you pay for it. Uh, more or less. There are other factors, but yeah, generally, you know, it's uh, it's got to be worth it. Well, yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Generally, are you uh, are you interested in growing
0: fruit ever? I mean, I grow fruit on a small scale right now. Nice. And it's, it's what awesome. are you growing? I got a few plum trees, a few peach trees. Nice. Uh, you know, it's it's a lot of fun. I could see myself getting into it, but it's a lot of work. And the plum trees yeah. they do pretty well here. In, in the Denver area? That, yeah. 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 And then Because they you know, bloom a little later. Yeah. And the apricots and cherries are tough up here because we get those late freezes.
2: Yeah. We have a, a peach tree. or We no longer have a peach tree because no. it died. Yes. Um, did, just didn't work out. And then we have a cherry tree and a plum tree. And we have gotten two... I think we've had it for, what, 13 years? Yeah. Something like that. And we've... This was our second year that we got cherries off of it because... It always blooms and then gets killed. So we say the cherry tree is stupid. And then the <laughs> plum tree blooms at the right time. And we get plums every single year. Yes. Last year was the only year we didn't because we, I don't know if you remember, we got a really late snow. Like late May. Yeah. It, yeah. It hit a lot of things around here. But
1: the squirrels eat them all.
2: They do. They do before but, we can do anything, but, <laughs> or they
1: knock them on the ground and our dog eats them. Our dog is always so fat right now. Oh from yeah. he probably eats
2: like fifty plums a day. <laughs> he, he does, so it and he fat. gains. He's so he such gains a wide his summer
1: plum weight. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, but we still get it. We still get some. I think yeah. I brought you like two cooler loads like 3 or 4 years yeah. ago. It's like, "Here you go. We can't eat them all." And I don't know how to make plum soup. <laughs> or you could yeah. just take it to the dumpster behind the place, right? right. Yeah. So, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs>
0: there,
1: do you get a lot of people like I I have I grow so much in in my backyard. Can you do you want to buy it? Sometimes
0: they come to me, but It's tough. I know. I mean, we even
1: get those requests just like set up at the market, but it's, yeah. I
0: rarely do that. Uh, Yeah. You know, if someone has a really good product and they really, you know, present it in a good way, I'll do it. And enough of it. Yeah.
2: You're not going to buy like five clamshells I know. People are so funny. They're like, we sugar. have
0: so much, so many apples, you know, I'm like, oh, how many you got, we got? We've got like 30 pounds. You know, I'm like, that's not even a box. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you. know. Can we sell with you? Right. No, you no, can't. <laughs>
3: right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We talk about waste and then there's all that waste that you oh, don't yeah. even see of people, of stuff just growing in people's yards yeah. that they can't sell and, but it's cool because hopefully they give it to neighbors and yeah, stuff like hopefully. that.
2: Yep. What are some of the biggest challenges you face in your business? Um, not necessarily, you know, hurricane in Florida sure. or
0: hail in Colorado, but...
1: People um, paying.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you've
2: already talked about people paying.
0: but Well, there's that. Um, I mean, time is always an issue. You're always racing the clock. Yeah. It's just, you know, every day. You you're racing the clock to
2: get here today
0: great yeah but every day whatever you have in your cooler is literally losing value every hour okay the riper something is you know the less it's worth okay interesting so you're always facing racing the clock and eventually if you don't sell it it's worthless okay (laughs) (laughs) uh so like that's a big one uh you know so you really got to make sure you, you have an idea of what you can sell and don't overbuy and I have a tendency to, to go a little crazy with buying sometimes. <laughs> so, uh, your eyes are bigger than fun. your stomach. Oh yeah. Well, I, you know, especially when I, there's a good product, you know, I just, yeah. I want to, I want to take it all. Oh, we love <laughs> when you do that on raspberries. Yeah. Right. So keep doing that. Right, yes. right. totally. <laughs> it's great for everybody else. <laughs> yeah.
2: But uh, what about employees? Do you, you know, employees just... are the toughest.
0: I really don't even want employees anymore. Uh, but you have to have them. You pretty much have to have them. And, uh, but I mean, like everyone says, good help is really impossible to find, and I've learned. <laughs> it. I think you, think you added a lot, couple so of degrees on that. Well, yeah. what I've learned is, if really, if someone really gets it and is really good at it, and they know what they're doing, and they're that kind of with it and and smart, they're gonna do it themselves.
2: Yeah, and they're, they're not gonna, gonna start a business. They're going
0: They're not gonna work for somebody else. So it's it's yeah, tough. And how do you find employees? I don't really. Well, I
2: see new I ones all the time. I brought Where my girlfriend
0: with me. <laughs> yeah. Well, she rocks. She works hard, too. She's great. Uh, yeah. You know, but I pretty much only hire from within because it's, especially at farmer's markets, there's so much, you know, cash that you right. really need to trust the people so that you have. Hard, yeah. You, you just have to. And, and a lot of these markets, I think, at the beginning, I just assumed that i was getting stolen from yeah it, 10 or 15 percent you, you basically just write it in as a cost of doing business didn't Colin you, tell you they probably oh God, think that yeah. there's so much flying around you can't watch it all the time yeah you just have at the end of the day you have to just
2: kind of yeah cool. we lose it and it's <laughs> me and kim and my us. son <laughs> <Yeah>. you know <laughs> i think he's reaching in there and getting a lot of ice cream <laughs> and
3: right. treats but you
0: know totally He's only eight, so he doesn't <laughs> consider it stealing.
1: No.
3: So,
0: yeah, employees are tough. And I have a really hard time trusting them to do a good job also. I have a hard time letting go of control Uh so that's always a struggle for me. It's hard that's, to do. That doesn't, your
1: that, small that's not yeah. apparent
2: from the outside. It seems like you're good with, with your employees well, well, and letting them control their certain areas. And, and well, yeah, stuff at a certain like point, that. you have to be. Yeah. But I
0: still cringe. I still look over and see them doing things wrong all day, every day. And you just <laughs> kind of have to pick and choose what you choose out. your battles. <laughs> no, totally. It's a lot of picking and choosing your battles for me <laughs> in every area.
2: <laughs> what about your, so you have, um, you know you have unique customers you you do some retail where you're selling to you know shoppers buyers you know regular the regular family Um, and then you also have your customers that are stores and so how do you market yourself
0: uh well uh to stores and other wholesalers you know generally you send out a list on a you know weekly or a few oh, times okay. a week kind of okay. what you have and what they cost and nice oh, so available. that's what we
2: we get those emails from people from you know and that's Pennsylvania and I'm like what it. is this yeah
0: and
2: it, okay uh, just randomly or you know do you do You it's know, not really random it's usually well I mean do you just same. look and say well I'd like some new customers I'm gonna try these guys and just send them your customer list No,
0: no 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 okay I only would send the list to people I work with already okay as far okay. as picking up new customers you know it's kind of just oh, reaching out over the phone or, or to going in in person It's just okay. telling them who you are. But as far as like advertising what products, I, that's what I thought you meant, or what products you yeah, have. Yeah, no, both. Yeah, generally a list or a phone call. You know, someone as small as me can just kind of call people up and be like, this is what I have. Uh, you <laughs> nice. Know. Uh, but when you get bigger in the larger companies, it, 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 you have to have a list. You just have to. And okay. then direct to and
1: consumers, do you reach them like through Facebook and yeah. stuff?
0: And- uh, I send out a weekly post on Facebook. It's just kind of what's new. Um, but there's not a ton as far as far as markets go with like advertising. Do they do yeah. people like there's- ask
1: you to bring stuff the next week like at the market where they like, sometimes they you, will do you yeah. have pie cherries yeah sometimes they will this? but
0: you know what i've noticed is usually what will happen is a, one or two people <laughs> will ask me for something right. and i'll go get it and then they'll be the only people to buy it will be those two people and yeah I'll,
2: or they don't show up or they,
0: or they won't show up exactly. yeah and so <laughs> yeah. i kind of stick to what i know people want yeah uh, at the markets but a little advertising through facebook but you know People know where – they know you're there and they basically know what you're bringing. That's interesting
2: because yeah. a lot of businesses, I mean, a lot of businesses, especially in retail, something like 60%, 50 60%
0: goes into marketing and advertising. Well, this is and not – And you don't what, have to do
2: that. Well
1: – And we advertise for it I probably yes. should, so. but it's
0: not really the same as like a store. Yeah. Right. Like we're well, not, I think it's tougher for you too, you know. It's easier and to I mean, there's there's – you know.
2: Well, I mean, work. it's tougher to actually get return
0: on your marketing investment for right. your exactly because yeah. you're only here for four hours. It's like this is what we have, and you have to be here right in yeah. these four hours yeah. to get it. So, and, it's, and for like it's us, the way different. we look
2: at you is we're like that's a bonus because he's got these great things. So then, it's helping us market our our larger business, and then totally. you know, it, obviously, it benefits you, except for when they. Think that you're selling everything <laughs> that everybody else is selling. And they come and yell and right. complain at you. Uh, right. Why uh, isn't this one dollar? Yeah, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I'm not a ton yeah. on advertising. You know, it really yeah. comes down to relationships on both retail and wholesale. It's like your customers are going to come back to you. They know you're going to be there. And well,
2: and I think that's neat too that you're doing that. You, you know, uh, that you're you're you are establishing these relationships. For years and years with just, you know, the family that comes and buys from you. Yeah. I mean, I know people that come to the market just to see you because, you know, junior or
0: juniorette likes the strawberries.
1: Mm-hmm. Juniorette. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, no, it's really cool. And, you know, it's it's important.
1: We we appreciate it because it's it's. Local economy. You know, we've talked about how, you know, spending your money with a small business, a local business, and how the trickle down effect, but by the time people buy it from you, it's already trickled twice and it's going to two more, three more times within our own state. You know, so it's great. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Ethan, conventional or organic?
0: Oh, well, I (laughs) mean, Now, that's a tough one uh
1: you sell them both
0: i offer them. both uh at my stand and wholesale uh there is a l- much larger demand for conventional if you if you believe it uh i fully support organic. not vocal
2: but but
0: actual a- actual yeah yeah um uh, i fully support organic and given the choice you know it's definitely the way to go uh but at the end of the day, most people want what's cheap. Mm-hmm. And organic is substantially more expensive. It's better for you, obviously, in a perfect world. I mean, the, the way our whole system is set up is completely backwards. Uh, right. You know, To be organic, you have to jump through so many hoops and spend so much time and money getting certified. I mean, it's so backwards. It, we, it should right. be the other way around.
2: And then to just throw to down a to, bunch to, of to, to throw chemicals
0: on your food—that's you, what you should need to get, you know, all these certifications for. Yeah, it's ludicrous, and, you know. So, I'm torn because I, you know, I fully support organic. And in, in, in a perfect world, I would have everything be organic, organically grown. But at the moment, it's just not the way it is, and there's so much more conventional produce out there. And because of that, it's so much cheaper, and you know, at the end of the day, especially when you get out of Boulder County, (laughs) the (laughs) Republic—that's just what everybody wants, (laughs) Uh, right? So, uh, yeah, so I offer, uh, you know, I try and offer both and give people the option. That's I don't know. You eat organic. I mean, I, I try to eat organic, but the truth is, I have to try everything that comes in. So I, you know, yeah, who knows what will happen to me here? You Get soon. An eye <laughs> off your own supply. <laughs> I, I have to, I, I have to try, <laughs> try conventional fruit all day, every day. So, yeah, it's uh, it's really interesting the way things are set up here. It seems kind of ludicrous to me. Do you
2: want to do the uh, the final question?
1: Well, first, I had one more. Is there? Like has technology changed in the past five years for you, and do you see that like From helping with like uh, connecting people, and maybe helping with less waste, solving <laughs> that problem, or that's that's nowhere yet. Uh, I mean, yet. technology
0: is helping in some areas. It's helped me. I mean, as far as having a smartphone, I'm able, I'm able to do ten oh, people's right. jobs have one <laughs> on my smartphone. It's right. unbelievable. I mean, the things I can accomplish. But there are, it would take ten people to do. There's not like new apps
1: out there. or People have tried, and they, like they've that. come to me with
0: app ideas. It's a little tricky since it's so time sensitive. Sure. Uh, uh, but I mean, you see, you know, Amazon's doing. You can order online your whole grocery bill. You know, yeah, and yeah. It, 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 I think it's moving in, in that direction, but I think, as far as retail goes, produce will be the last thing to be... Right.
1: Because there's no know, shelf life. It's so well, hard. It's so tricky. Right,
0: to kind of move to like a online ordering, you know, I, I think...
2: Yeah. I mean, it's happening. It is you happening. You see it a lot.
0: But I think at the end of the day, most people want to pick out... They want to pick out their own stuff.
2: Which is amazing because at the grocery store... It's usually not the most flavorful, but it's the most perfect looking. Right. But then you go to the farmer's market and you get the uglier ones with warts and all that stuff. And you're like, oh, this is way better than that well, cardboard tasting perfect some, tomato.
0: I can shed some light on that. Okay. Yeah. So grocery stores, especially the larger ones, they have to buy greener produce, fruit, because it has to last longer. Yeah. So the like farmers will will, for a farmer's market, they'll let the fruit ripen on the tree. And so that's why it's so much more flavorful. But these stores, they can't do that because it, it just is too ripe and they're going to throw away half of it. Yeah. It needs to last on the shelf. And so that's why at the farmer's market you'll see kind of bruises and stuff because it's, it's already so ripe. But that's why it's so good. And that's why people kind of yeah okay. go crazy for it. Yeah. So
1: it's picked... For full ripeness. Well, there's tree ripened in, fruit. Right.
0: And then there's like off the, well, I don't even know, you know, shelf ripened fruit. That's <laughs> not <don't> even know <laughs> well, how you call it. It's gassed, right. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Not all of it, but yeah. Right, not all of it. Sometimes. So yeah, so that's it's a big box thing.
1: That's
0: ripened. Totally. <laughs> and that's just how they have to do it. Right. They're, they're shipping yeah, it across yeah. the country, you know, it, it yeah. has yeah. to last. It just yeah. has to. So that's why. Which is another benefit of buying at the market. Totally. Yeah. That's why it's more flavorful, yeah. generally.
2: No, yeah, we think. got here from technology, but still. <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> yeah, back to the technology. I don't know. I don't really know how the technology... As far as farming goes, I'm sure there's... Yeah, it's probably a lot. Like, I, I, I,
2: Well, and distribution, I mean...
1: The distribution, the technology, distribution technology has brought us to this point where people are like you know moving it across the country so maybe it's not good maybe
2: we should right. just go back to <laughs> go back to a truck right? <laughs> not. truck in <and> a market
1: <laughs> all right, all right. Do you it. want to ask no it's
2: yours all right so if you could have a, a billboard or is there a message if you could if you could just have one succinct message that you were going to tell the world doesn't have to be about you or fruit. It can be. It
1: doesn't have to be about business. Just just your motto. If you
2: had a message that you wanted the world to know, what would it be?
0: <laughs> uh, okay, um, you can do anything. Just something to tell the world, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Caught me off guard on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, message to tell the world. I, I guess I would say to you know, support your local like food system, you know, and really, you know, try try and work with yeah your your local farms and and just kind of. I don't know. That's a tough one. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. What's a motto you I'm live sorry. by? Yeah. What do I live by. <sighs> oh, you Chaos. You're killing me. Chaos? Take it to the limit yeah. one <laughs> more time. No gamble, no future. No, I don't know. I don't there know. we go. I, I like it. I don't know. That's, that's a tough one. Take risks. Yeah. Ethan Lairberger can't win if you don't play there I don't, you go No, alright I'm the former
1: poker player yeah right
0: <laughs> Ethan thank you All right, thank yeah. you
2: guys this has been awesome um, where can people find you
0: uh, they can find me at the Arvada far- Farmer's Market okay. on Sundays online uh, yeah I have a website uh, www.thefruitstand.net they can find us on Facebook uh, we're Colorado. Uh, Insta, Insta, Uh We do have an Insta. I haven't really kept up with it. So okay, I wouldn't recommend. <laughs> it, it exists. It does exist somewhere. <laughs> so you're saying Facebook? Facebook, Facebook yeah. Email. Yeah. So okay. we'll we'll have Mark all it. this
1: online yeah. on EthelEconomy.com. All, all of Ethan's stuff, and we'll figure out his Insta as well, so we can get that for you guys.
2: And there'll be a picture of the man, so you'll be able to. Go up and say hello to him at the market. Yeah. Um, so
1: yeah, and our our show notes will be online as well, and you can um, follow our listen to our podcast there and follow us through that.
2: You want to send out the thank yous.
1: Thank you to Truth and Legend Productions.
2: Thanks for being here today again, Kate. You rock, she's mm. been the voice that you've heard in the background. <laughs> <laughs> she tries not to be Ever. the voice, heard. never. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you to talk one day. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for tuning in. We again, we know that there's lots of things you can do with your time. We really appreciate you spending your time with us. Uh, share the show with a friend, rate us, subscribe to us early, often, often and early.
1: All the time. It helps us tremendously. Yeah.
2: Thank you. And we'll talk soon.